Asa Sandra tells it like it is. My teaching is entitled, Not My Will, Let Yours Be Done. My text is taken from Luke 22. My read is taken from verse 39 to 43. And I read, Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him, and being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he arose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. Get up and pray. Jesus said to children of God, so that you will not fall into temptation. So Jesus admonishes his disciples to pray. Why are you sleeping? He asks them, get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. And I have six synonyms for the word temptation. I have the word lure, enticement, attraction, offer, and invitation. Jesus tells his disciples to beware of the list above and pray against them. Lure, enticement, attraction, offer, and invitation. And this is the one this is one of the reasons why Jesus was cautioning his disciples so strongly to pray against what I call the prayer preventing termites. Why? They cause exhaustion, sorrow, and make you sleep. They will prevent you and I, children of God, from praying. Have you ever been praying and all of a sudden you're dying to sleep? You're, in fact, you're sleeping. You know, they are called prayer preventing termites. Yes. And um, it's easy. It's easy. It could be something that lure you away or entice you or something that you fell for it. Attraction. It could be Netflix. It could be something on the television, it could be um, a game, it could be a movie, it could be a book that you're reading, you know, that entice you away. So I call them prayer preventing termites. Um, so G these are the, the synonyms that Jesus said, call them temptation. Lure, enticement, attraction, 
offer and invitation. Um, Jesus tells his disciples to beware of the list and pray against them. Um, why? They, 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 they will make you be exhausted and sorrowful and make you sleep and they will prevent you and I from praying. And it was for this reason Jesus was so strict on his disciples when he stresses them to pray because he could see the things ahead that they were not able to see. He could see things coming at them, yeah, that they were that they were not able to see, and um, and uh, and and these things um, causes um, the disciples to fall into temptation. So this is the purpose of my teaching today um children of god it is to remind i come with this teaching every year to and it's very very important that the holy spirit says i do so it is to remind children of god that the month of september october november december into january 24 um of the new year are the most crucial months that we need to enter into fervent prayers we need to pray children of god if you have not been praying you need to pray why there are a lot of spiritual changes spiritual congestions spiritual shifting in the spirit that the child of god need to know and understand and the season of fall feast t-shirt we're in the month of Tishar in um, the Jewish calendar um, uh, with Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah. And they are celebrations that the Christian celebrate with the Jews. What is Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah? Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah are highly holy days and they are a season of completion atonement and harvest and it's a season of returning to god and embracing his glory so that's what we celebrate with the jews the christians celebrate um, yom kippur and rosh hashanah they are highly holy days and it's a season of returning to God and embracing his glory. And um, it is celebrated September, during September, um, October, you know, around this time of the year. Yes, there are also, also a lot of others celebrations um children of god so um just like sometimes you know you 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 avoid the traffic jam you're not going to drive in the traffic jam if you know that um oh uh, uh, the school run um is it, it, children are the school is just about to um it's just about to um 
the the evening school is just about to finish, you wouldn't go over that side where you know the school is because you know you'll get caught up with the school run. It's just like that in the spirit. There are also a lot of other celebrations from September, October, November onwards. You've got Halloween, you've got Diwali, you've got the Hindu and the Sikh festivals. And the Bible let us know um, Jesus was always praying. He was always praying. And so um, I believe this is why the reason why the Holy Spirit wants us to pray during these months because there's a lot of things happening in the spirit realm. A lot of spiritual congestions. There's a lot of um, um, celebrations. And, um, and um, we need to pray. There's a lot of shifting. We need to pray. And uh, the Bible let us know that Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. And the Garden of Gethsemane, as you know, I believe, is, a, is the garden at the foot of the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem. Jesus prayed at the Mount of Olives. Mount of Olives is where, according to the four Gospels of the New Testament, Jesus Christ underwent the agony in the garden and was arrested before his crucifixion. So um, my little um, admonition to you today or teaching for, to you today, children of God, is to remind you that Jesus never fails to pray. Jesus never slipped up in his prayer life. Jesus was never fed up from praying. Jesus was always praying for you and me. He prayed for us even on the cross of his crucifixion. He prayed and asked his father, Father God, to forgive them when the Roman soldiers beat him to a pulp when he was spat upon and slapped and kicked. And when um, all sort of language was um, hurled at him, abusive languages was hurled at him and asked him all sort of uncouth questions. If you're the son of God, why don't you save yourself? And then he was slapped and spat upon. And, um, and um, so um, he prayed, he prayed and he asked his father, to forgive them in spite of all of that he said forgive them when the roman soldiers beat him to a pulp and um you might be saying you might be going through the same thing children of god you might be going through the same thing and um the reason why jesus took it and say forgive was because of the power of the holy spirit the power of god that was in him and if you haven't got this power in you, you're going to fight. You're going to fight and slap. Yes, but look at the example. Jesus took it. He said, Father, forgive them. For they know what they did. You're enabled to do that through prayers, through a relationship with Jesus living on the inside of you. And so Luke 23, 24 um, then said, 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 Jesus, 
Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Amen. And so Jesus was always praying. He even on the very cross, where with everything coming out from his side, uh, from his head, uh, the crown of thorns that was placed on his head, with blood gushing all over, his body running down, and, uh, his, 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 the whole of his enthralls came out when the sword was poked in his side and, and, and his feet were nailed to the cross and his hands. He was still praying, oh my goodness, what a savior, what a savior. He said, the thief, he told the thief on the cross, Today thou shalt be with you in paradise. Wow, my goodness. That's the Savior that we serve. That's the Savior that we serve. He said, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. And I like this testimony from Jesus. Why? It tells me, children of God, that Jesus' ministry on, earth, on coming to earth, his death, burial, and resurrection were never about him. It was always about you and I, children of God. His endeavor, Jesus' endeavor, was to make a way for us so you and I could revive or fellowship with our Papa God. And who could do the only person that was fitting to God that could do that was his son, the precious Lord Jesus Christ. And he asked for his blood. He said, I want your blood for it. I want your blood for it. I want your blood. Jesus gave his blood. He gave his blood. He gave his whole life for you and I. And for Jesus to please his heavenly father and to do his will. Those were the reasons for you and for Jesus to please his heavenly father. He said, not my will, but let yours be done. My God. So who is the will? Me and you. Me and you. He said, let yours will be done. Oh, my goodness. So when you hear the statement saying, if he was God, if he was Jesus, why is all these things happening? Can you see now, children? You have to accept Jesus as your personal Savior and Lord for, for, for bad things not to happen to you. Yes, because the devil is going around seeking who he may devour. And this is how Jesus came into picture now. You accept him and see if the devil has any right over you. You accept him and see. Even if he attack you. Yes, children of God, even if he attack you. He never said your life was going to be easy when you become a Christian. But what he told you, you will be victorious. 
you will be victorious. You will be victorious over the enemy because you're insured by the blood of Jesus. You're covered by the blood of Jesus. You're healed by the blood of Jesus. And the reason why I can say this and why I'm so confident is because I am a living example of what the blood has done for me, of what Jesus has done for me, of what, what, what the reason um, when I gave my life and I surrendered to him. If I wasn't surrendered to him and give Jesus my, I would be dead and gone long time, children of God. And this is what I'm trying to say to you. When you give your life to Jesus, hey, he has to defend his name. He has to defend his name. That he's, he's a miracle worker. He's a promise keeper. He's the light in the darkness. He protects you and he protects your whole family and generations to come. So, he, uh, his endeavor was to make a way for us so you and I could revive our relationship with our Papa God and for Jesus to please our Heavenly Father and to do his will. And the Bible let us know an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he arose, when he rose from the prayer and went back to his disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. Father God, thank you for this and thank you for your dear son, our brother Jesus, and the examples he set for us to pray without ceasing. We ask that you would place the same mantle of prayer on us that we too will pray without ceasing. We children of God will pray and we'll pray for each other without ceasing. We'll pray against the, the, the list so we would not fall into temptation. As the angel ministered to Jesus while he was in anguish and the Bible let us know his sweat became drops of blood, Please let the same angel minister to us, children of God, so we do not fail like the disciples who found, who, who were found fast asleep when Jesus returns from his prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. And please, please forward this um, to your friends, to your contacts, um, so they can hear the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Sandra checking out. God bless you.